Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we're sponsored by Palo Alto Networks, and Palo Alto is expanding its cloud partnership by integrating with Azure to help customers achieve a multi-cloud strategy. We're going to dive into how this works with our guest, Sutapa Bansal. She is Director of Product Management for Artificial Intelligence, ML, and Cloud Blades at Palo Alto Networks. Sutapa, welcome to the podcast. And, you know, let's, let's start off with an easy question. Why SD-WAN to Azure in the first place? Why do I need SD-WAN as opposed to just setting up a VPN? Yeah, there has been, you know, acceleration and adoption of SaaS apps. Everybody knows that. But now even many enterprise apps are being hosted in public clouds, including Azure. So that's why we see that there is a need for connecting branches to Azure cloud. And traditionally, these the traffic from branch location destined for these enterprise apps gets backhauled to a central data center. Uh-huh which of course degrades application performance as well as puts unnecessary pressure on the network. That's where SD-WAN comes in because what we do with Pisma SD-WAN is, right, we utilize different types of WAN connections, including MPLS, uh, internet, and wireless LTE. And then we analyze all these available paths and choose the best path for the applications. Right, so people out there could just connect to Azure via a web browser, but only if your app's in a web browser, but you're still only going to get a, a version of experience that, you know, or the user experience of that is going to be, well, we don't know. You can't monitor it very easily, right? So putting SD-WAN in here gives you the ability to visualize traffic, to fail over from connections, to use different bandwidth types in the same way. It's more of an experience thing. Yeah, I think it is both experience application performance and visibility as you touched upon it, right? Yeah. So basically the ID admins, they can define different policies, even for different applications. Right. So if I'm at home, I could have two or three, you know, bandwidths of you know, 3G, 4G, 5G, a, a broadband connection, maybe even a cable connection. And that user can always be connected, especially if it's a, a self-important executive who thinks that they actually do important things. They are always connected to the internet while like using SD-WAN. And so the Azure, then this, this makes sure that they're reliably connected to Azure where the accounting app is or their uh, their commission payments are. We have seen many, many of our customers, right? They want to ensure that their high cost wireless LTE is reserved for such instances. Ah, so traffic steering. Yeah. Okay. So presumably, you know, I could get to Azure because it's available on the internet. So what is, what is Palo Alto Networks doing differently about, you know, what's new about me being able to get to Azure? Yeah, so we are launching the Prisma SD-WAN Azure CloudBlade, which automatically provisions the virtual ions in Azure and seamlessly provides the connectivity from branch to Azure Virtual VAN, right? So it is based on our open API framework, which provides a simplified mechanism to connect to Azure Hub, which is, you know, what needs to be deployed in a particular Azure region. And it simplifies this deployment using a UI-based management approach. Okay, so a CloudBlade essentially, as I understand it, it's kind of like an application that I can run within the Palo Alto Networks SD-WAN that will set up this connection into Azure for me, including launching that virtual instance of the Palo Alto SD-WAN. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely, right? And the beauty of that is that instead of like the traditional methods which require per branch configuration, We uh, make it available using UI-based configuration where you just configure a few steps such as, you know, deploying Azure resources, adding your Azure signing information, BGP CITR, and other such information. But customers don't have to deal with, you know, complex VPN setup or routing protocol management that's all taken care of using this integrated approach. Yeah. 
and a cloud blade is is I like to think of it as an app that exists in the cloud, and it's the thing that does this. So if you're a, a Palo Alto SD WAN customer, you can just choose to enable these apps. You call them cloud blades. That that's that's kind of like is that viable enough as a way to think about this? Yeah, that's exactly, I think uh, you've got it, right? That's exactly the way to think about it because with with CloudBlade, it's essentially you enable that CloudBlade, which is like enabling that application on this mm-hmm. event controller and you configure it and voila, you have this connectivity. And I can do all that through a centralized controller, meaning I don't have to go to each individual branch device and start configuring all my policies and, and setting up the connectivity and doing the routing. Yeah, exactly. So what does this mean then for the enterprise? I mean, I guess I sort of said one of those things is it sounds like it's a lot easier to actually set up these connections. Yeah, so this offers many benefits to the enterprises, right? Starting with, if you think about, we talked about the simple, simplified connectivity where they only need to set up uh, the resources and configure a few things on the CloudBlade UI. But also, it also extends the benefits of SD-WAN to cloud, right? Where now you get visibility insights into the application performance, and the traffic steering from first mile, which is the branch, to the last mile, which is the applications hosted in the cloud. And then we also have SD-WAN has our integrated AI ops capabilities, which now provides customers deep visibility into how applications are performing. And with this integration, it means including visibility of the applications which are hosted on Azure Cloud. So this is the, so this touches back to what we raised in the early part. The reason you want an SD-WAN is to get visibility, you want to be able to do traffic engineering, like send cloud, send your traffic over over the 5G if it's a line of business, like credit card transactions or something like that, small bandwidth, but important, but you want to send internet bandwidth over a, a broadband connection, for example. But what you also need is visibility to know what's actually happening. Now, I think the days of us just sort of plugging in the WAN to some pseudo-guaranteed thing from a MPLS provider and crossing your fingers that they actually gave you the bandwidth that they promised isn't isn't the way forward anymore. Yeah, that is really important to customers. And another thing that we had heard from customers is many times, you know, whenever they need to add such connectivity, it would lead to a downtime. But with CloudBlade, we have ensured that there is no service disruption, right? There's there's no need for you to upgrade your SD-WAN controller or any branch appliance. How about redundancy if I wanted to set up multiple VIONs, which is the um, uh, cloud instance of the Palo Alto SD-WAN? Can I do that as well through the CloudBlade? Yeah, absolutely right. So it is a highly available architecture. What that means is you can deploy two virtual ions in different availability zones in the cloud. And what that will ensure is that you have a seamless failover in case of there is an issue in even one of the EZs. Right. So this is a virtual appliance hosted in on the Azure infrastructure, and it is actually maintaining the state between them. So you can put them in two different availability zones so that you know if Azure goes up in smoke in one place or has a has a fit. And and it goes down. There's a, a failover, a hot failover, ready to go. Yeah, that's interesting because it's sort of like you know doubling my uh, reliability in that I'm already with the SD WAN getting multiple uh, link connections, and now yeah. I'm also getting uh, double the availability with the actual VIONs. How does this compare with Azure Virtual WAN? So a lot of people are out there starting to say, well, if Azure's got its Virtual WAN, I put that in. That must be the supported way. Is can I move from virtual WAN to this? Is this a replacement or an upgrade? What's the relationship between those two? Do you think? No. So as your virtual WAN, I think the key thing they are providing as part of that architecture is that you deploy one virtual WAN, and then they have this concept of Azure Hub, 
right? Mm. So which is actually deployed in each region of Azure. And that is used to provide, let's say, connectivity between various different VNets of Azure. Okay. Or uh, also, if you have various regions, then that provides the connectivity between those regions of Azure. But they are definitely working very closely with, you know, SD-WAN vendors like us, where they ensure that applications are getting the right connectivity from branch locations from, you know, remote for remote workers to get to Azure. So you're saying uh, VWAN and Virtual Hub, that's Azure's way of helping me as an Azure consumer connect all of my VNets together without having to go in and individually plumb them up together? It's supposed to streamline that part of the application? Yeah. Okay, and then you're tying into the virtual hubs from the branch end. Yes. So with that, the users, they get connectivity from branch into various uh, applications located in different Azure regions, if you will. Okay, and then I think the other thing here then is that as Azure and AWS and GCP also roll out new networking capabilities, which they keep doing, I presume CloudBlades will keep up with that so that I don't have to worry about you know, the back end of, again, Azure, AWS, and GCP. Yeah, recently, for example, we released the AWS version 2.0 of our CloudBlade based on the update that uh, AWS did, so which makes it easy for our customers to be on the latest and greatest. Right, because I know like AWS has rolled out transit gateways and other things, and now Azure with uh, virtual hubs and VWAN, so these cloud providers keep iterating, and it sounds like you're keeping up with them for the customer. Yeah, absolutely. Like Azure today has around 60 regions and we are sure that, you know, that will keep growing. So we'll make mm. those uh, added capabilities available to our customers. So many regions. And if you have to manually create a VWAN for each of these different locations, you're just going to end up with a, a bit of a mess network at the end of the day. And the developers want to keep putting stuff in different regional zones or availability zones. It's hard to keep control of it all. Um, so there, there are a lot of you know SD WAN vendors out there. How would you say that Prisma differentiates when it comes to getting into the cloud to cloud connectivity? Yeah, so with Prisma SD WAN, I think the key differentiator is our cloud plates, which make this integration with public cloud providers, be it AWS, Azure, GCP, or others, as easy as downloading an application on the SD WAN controller and then setting up your policies. Right. Many SD-WAN vendors support some integration with cloud VVANs and in case of AWS, the AWS Transit Gateway, but they involve a significant amount of manual operations that do not scale. Uh, these cloud blades have been, so when they first came out, it was super interesting to me that this idea of the cloud blades, and it took a while for, uh, you know, for them to evolve to the point, but your pace around deploying these cloud blades, these apps, these with lots of new features in them is actually picking up pace. And I think that's actually a key differentiator of you know, the Palo Alto Prisma, because it's not just connect to Azure, it's also connect to Google, connect to AWS, and they're equally proprietary networks. The, you know, you need a different way of approaching it. So I think the CloudBlade thing is easy to underestimate, but it's actually a key feature of the architecture. Yeah, our customers really love it, right? As it eliminates the need for any complex and error-prone operations. And mm. as this is open API-based, so you know it is independent of our underlying SD-WAN releases, making it very easy for customers to go and enable any new CloudBlade. Okay, so you're saying if I wanted to use this CloudBlade, I don't have to update my SD-WAN software. It's just going to be available to me? Yes, that, that makes it really easy, right? And I think the other thing that you mentioned is you've also got cloud blades for Google for AWS, which means I, as a network operator, don't necessarily need to become an expert in 
know, sort of the nuances of setting up an AWS and the nuances of GCP and the nuances of Azure because I can just use the cloud blades. Yeah, exactly. We normalize these differences for our customers so they don't have to understand the nitty-gritty of each of these different cloud providers. Yeah. You have to still work within the limitations. It's not to say you take them away because AWS <laughs> is still AWS, right? Yeah. Uh, Google's got its own different way of doing networking, but you actually simplify the WAN configuration part because it's your your edge, you know, whether it's an appliance or the virtual, you know, the, the traffic that's flowing through the cloud just connects in the same way at the end of the day. So it looks the same. Once it's inside those systems, it's still all different. So. I think the beauty is that, you know, what CloudBlades do is that even if organizations, they create new applications to Azure, they use new Azure regions or other cloud yeah. providers, or even open new branch offices, right? So CloudBlades will ensure that the enterprise van and these different cloud are synchronized. So you don't have to go and reconfigure any of this as you bring, bring on new sites. Right. Great. Well, that does wrap up the time we have. Sutapo, thank you for joining us. And, and thanks to Palo Alto for being a sponsor. Uh, if people want to find out more about uh, Palo Alto Networks SD-WAN, where should they go? Thanks much for having us. Please visit our website, paloaltonetworks.com slash sassy slash SD-WAN. All right. That's paloaltonetworks.com slash sassy slash SD-WAN. You can also find that link in the show notes that accompany this podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts and our community blog. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at packetpushers. Find us on LinkedIn and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.